Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we have a crazy story of revenge against a partner who tried to take everything from someone. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, I took my friend's man and her dream car. Three years ago, I was very close to being engaged and getting married, but my friend sabotaged my relationship and ruined it. My friend, we were 27 at the time, had a habit of throwing me under the bus to make herself look good. She did it with her parents, our other friends, and even my parents. For instance, we could be having a conversation with someone, and she'd randomly tell them that I'd had to go to the clinic because I had a rash down there. She said stuff like that all the time, and it was always unprovoked too. One day I confronted her about it and she stopped, but I still noticed some tiny acts of microaggression from her. If I got a new haircut and it looked good, she'd find something negative to say about the haircut, or just say something negative about something else. She could say, the haircut is nice, too bad it doesn't suit your face, it would have looked nicer on someone with a rounder face. She did all these numerous times, but whenever I got mad about her behavior, she'd apologize to me, tell me she was sorry, and make up for it in different ways. At some point I started to believe that she didn't mean it in the way that I thought she did. I believe she just liked to make costly jokes and to stop all that from happening again, I suggested that one of us move out. We were roommates at the time and I told her that to preserve our friendship, one of us had to go. She moved across the hall. I was out with this friend when I met my ex-boyfriend, the one I could have gotten married to. It was at one of our favorite restaurants and we had just had dinner when my ex came over to us. We flirted a bit, he took my number, the next day we went out and soon started going out. Our relationship became serious pretty early and my friend had a problem with it. I didn't listen to her because I trusted my gut and I just knew my ex was the one for me. After dating for a while, he told me he didn't want to get married. When I told my friend, I noticed a certain excitement from her. It looked like she was happy about my news, even though I seemed pretty upset about it. My ex and I were in love with each other, but his parents had a pretty messed up marriage, and he didn't believe in marriage. I, on the other hand, did not just believe in marriage. I looked forward to it and have looked forward to it all my life. I stayed in that relationship for two months until I decided that I could no longer be with someone, knowing that our relationship would not lead to marriage. My friend supported my decision, and I broke up with my ex. I had already been in too many situations where I got out of a relationship, and it took me ages to move on from the end of that relationship. I didn't want that breakup to be another situation like that. So when another man asked me out weeks later, I agreed to go out with him. We'd started going out regularly when my ex came back and said he'd changed his mind. He was thinking about marriage. He'd stayed a month without me in his life and had decided that he didn't want to live without me. We got back together, but because I still didn't trust his new decision, I kept the other dude in my life. Months passed and the secret about the two men in my life was eating me up, 
but I was too scared to break it off, especially with the new guy. I just didn't trust that my ex was fully on board with the marriage thing, but I also did not want to end things with my ex since I was madly in love with him. I didn't want to lose on both ends. What I didn't know was that my ex was already planning to propose. He'd bought a ring and was going to ask my friend if I'd like it when she told him that I was actively dating someone else. She tried to explain why she told him and said many times that it just came out but I never believed her. I still think she deliberately told him. He told her that he wanted to propose. She, filled with envy, panicked and ratted me out. When my ex found out that I'd had a whole other relationship, he broke up with me. For months, I was miserable and my friend would come to console me and apologize profusely. I knew she was sorry, but I also knew she liked that she felt sorry for me. She was okay with me being sad and depressed. What she couldn't handle was me being happy. Months later, I picked myself up and was doing just okay myself. In fact, the end of that relationship taught me many things about myself and I became a much better person. Well, not until my friend who was in a relationship at the time started dating an older man. The funny thing was, she didn't even tell me about their relationship. I had no idea they were together, but I went to the city one afternoon for a work-related issue and I saw her getting into the backseat of a car with an older gentleman. I knew what was going on immediately because I knew my friend. She was very materialistic and would do darn near anything to get any material thing she wanted. I knew that she was with the gentleman for his money. I also knew that since she didn't mention him to me, it was because she didn't want me to know what she was doing because she feared that I'd do the same to her. She was right. Knowing that my friend was two-timing was the best gift ever because it was the perfect opportunity to get my pound of flesh. Since I caught her by chance, it felt even more divinely led. I could have sworn it was the universe telling me, go get her. I knew my friend well enough to know that telling her actual boyfriend about the older man would do nothing to her. She didn't care about him, even though they had plans to get married and seal their relationship. She, however, cared about whatever she wanted from the older dude. I decided to find out what it was. I started to visit her more often. Usually, friends did most of the visiting as I was the better host, but I started going over to hers more frequently. I also started peeping and watching what she did on her phone. I noticed how often she scrolled through expensive cars on social media. So I decided that the man must want to buy her a car, or she wanted him to buy her a car. Once I figured that out, I decided to follow her whenever she made a cryptic comment about where she was going to be. Sure enough, one afternoon, I heard her tell her boyfriend about needing to go to the city the next day for work. She said she was going with her boss and two other colleagues from work. I sensed that she was lying, so later that evening, I asked if she wanted to go out for lunch, but she declined and said that she'd made plans with her boyfriend. That was how I knew she was going to the city to meet the older gentleman. I wore the most boring gym clothes, disguised with a baseball hat, and followed her in a taxi. I saw her stop in front of a huge building, one of those huge service apartments that had all the luxurious things. She went in. After she'd left, I waited some minutes and returned to the building, walked up to the doorman, and told him that I was my friend's maid. I really did look like the maid, and that she'd left her tube of lip gloss in the cab and sent me off to the supermarket. I made a big deal of the lip gloss and lied that she would be mad if I didn't bring it back. He refused to let me up, as I requested, but as I wanted, he took me to the receptionist, who then checked her computer for the resident's info and then rang the man. She mentioned his name to be sure he was the one speaking, but I told her I'd just drop the lipstick and leave. 
I then took the lipstick and left. It was my favorite lipstick and I didn't want to get caught. When I returned home, I googled the man using his name and found him and his contact info. Guess who invited him over when I knew my friend's boyfriend was in her apartment? I let him into her apartment and he walked in on them in the bedroom. He was disappointed, but I didn't care. My work was not even nearly done. Long story short, my friend lost. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Both men and didn't get her car, I did. I ended up dating the older man and he gave me the car he was going to give her. Despite her, I know, but did I care? I mean, certainly a power move by OP, but I just could not imagine dating somebody solely as just trying to get back at somebody. Although, I mean, to be fair, dating somebody that you know you're going to get a car from as a gift? Maybe in that circumstance you can sway me in that direction. Although I think I would rather the cash value of the car instead. Our next story is My Deceitful Girlfriend. For the longest time, I've never really pictured myself ever being in a really serious and committed relationship as I was never one of a very attractive personality and it truly was something that I was genuinely working on and I guess having seen the difficulties I was experiencing and going through, the people I once considered to be my friends decided that it was a truly fun idea to make a joke out of that fact instead of actually helping out their friend. I guess they never really considered me their friend for if we were friends they wouldn't have done what they did because to me that was not only a serious form of disrespect and breach of trust but also a sign of disregard for the bond we all shared my story is one of myself 19 and my group of friends who i assumed for the most part of my life to be my true friends but they went behind my back to orchestrate what turned out to be a honest joke And it ended up messing up with me seriously, and for quite a while, I was unable to fully and wholeheartedly trust someone, as it was apparent before that I was too trusting. And through this experience, I guess the one thing I've honestly picked up is the fact that no one, absolutely no one, is to be trusted. Not even those who you keep very close to you, as those are the kinds of people you should be the most wary of. Starting off, I have never in my life been in a relationship. And it was really something I was working on deeply and it was sort of personal to me. This was because right from a really early age, my dear old mother, whom I was always looking up to as she was quite literally my role model, she was the one person in my life that I genuinely thought so highly of 
that it hurt just as much when she left. And the manner in which she left too is something that inevitably scarred me for life. And the worst part of it all was the fact that she and my father were never involved or engaged in any quarrel or squabble of the sorts. In fact, they were inseparable at some point, and one would have thought that what they had was going to last forever. But it seemed like there was more to their relationship than met the eye. Because after a few years of her leaving when I was 12, my father deemed it appropriate to inform me of the truth behind her leaving. And I just couldn't believe what he told me about my mother. But seeing as she wasn't actually there to give her side of the story, I had to believe what my father said about her. Not like I had any reason to doubt anyways. My father told me that after all these years of being married to him, my mother's true focus was never on the marriage, as she'd always had her eyes out for other men. And this was quite a problem for my father, and whenever he tried to talk to her in the most reasonable manner, she would turn the whole situation around on him, ultimately gaslighting him into thinking he was simply just unaccepting of his wife and her life choices. And knowing my father, he was always a kind-hearted soul, and I know for a fact that he was not one to engage in or start off a conversation that would inevitably result in an argument. And so he always ended up being the one to blame in said situation. Ultimately, my mother got tired of trying to put up a charade with my father after spending so many years with him and even having me too. One day, while my father was gone for work, she just up and left. This was still something I had never thought possible. But after my father explained the whole situation behind my mother leaving, and that he didn't think I should be expecting her to come anytime soon, this really broke my heart. More than I could have expressed at the time, but in all manner of honesty it really did. Until this day, I couldn't believe it myself. Anyways, back to my story. Current day me was still having troubles with trusting someone enough to the level on which we would be able to get into a personal relationship with each other, as I was still thinking that when the time comes, the same person I let get very close to me would eventually leave me in the same way my mother left my father, and this was something I never had told anybody before, not even those I'd considered my really close friends. Then one fateful day, on our way back from school, was the day my entire life was about to change for good. So what I got to understand was the fact that I was single, first of all, which didn't come as a surprise to either myself or my friends. I noticed that I was, albeit, the only one without any form of relationship experience, and this was brought to light when my friends were all boasting about how their girlfriends were taking excellent care of them. It kind of made me feel left out and wondering almost lost in thought, and then someone proposed something by form of making me the main target. He said that of all of us in the friend group, since I was the only one without a girlfriend, he wanted everyone to make a wager, to see whether or not I was going to be able to find a woman for myself. I was strictly against this, as this wager of theirs went against everything I stood for and what I basically thought of women in general. What he tried to make me know, or rather, our friend group know, was that I could possibly get a woman, and the others were totally against him. In a situation like this, the odds were totally against him, and that was when they made the wager behind my back. Even after making my stand on it very clear, the initiation of said wager was unknown to me for quite a long period. Well, not too long a period, as I'd begun to notice someone in particular watching me. Almost a whole month after that, you could say I was starting to become aware of what I initially speculated, 
Someone was watching me closely, and not in the stalker kind of way, just like the romantic gesture kind of way. Not from a distance, and not too close. I was initially not bothered by this fact as I carried on with my day, but when I began to notice a constant face, over and over again wherever I went, and it soon became a familiar face, and then I was able to place it. This was the person that had been following me for quite a while now. I was finally able to place the face. One day, I finally decided to approach said person in the hopes of finding out what exactly it was that said person was doing constantly watching me, and to my greatest surprise, the person turned out to be a lady, and a really beautiful one at that. Words could not describe what I was feeling right then and there in the moment. She was simply stunning. I stood there, practically speechless, as she tried apologizing for basically what I wasn't paying attention to anymore. When she tried to leave, I simply extended my hands and introduced myself. We exchanged pleasantries, and from that moment on, till quite later in the day, we were together simply talking. It was a bit weird, having such a long, relaxing, and interesting conversation with someone I'd met just a few hours ago. The one thing that attracted me to her was the fact that she showed genuine interest in me. And even when I asked her how she came about following me around, she said she saw me one particular day, and ever since then, she hasn't been able to figure out how to meet me, or in this case, approach me, and so she'd been watching from a distance. According to her, patiently waiting for the right opportunity, as she put it, I still found it hard to believe that someone would genuinely show interest in me, but she was so genuine with her intentions. It was really hard for me to find fault in her. And from that moment onwards, we were first in what you would call a talking stage. And this went on, not for very long. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And then before I knew it, we were both in a relationship of mutual agreement and consent. And I must say, she was quite literally the best thing that had ever happened to me. She was smart, sweet, intentional, and most important of all, she was genuine. Or so I thought. After almost three months of being together, I finally decided that it was time I told my friends about my most recent accomplishment, which had seemed quite impossible for me before. When I called the boys together... I began finding it hard to tell them how everything started from the get-go, and so after getting to the venue of the meetup, I decided to take a quick break, just to get myself in order. And while I was still in the lavatory, two guys came into the bathroom and I immediately recognized the voices. They were my friends whom I was waiting for. I didn't want to come out immediately, so I just stayed there, waiting for the right time, and that was when I overheard their conversation. It was simply the both of them talking about how they knew what I wanted to say to everyone and that he was going to win the wager they made. I got confused. Wager? What were they talking about? I began listening in earnest, and that was when I found out that I, first off, they made a wager behind my back, 
And as if that wasn't enough, two guys in the bathroom with me had come together to devise a plan to win the wager. And so they found someone whom they could invite to join the fray. And you can easily guess by now that the person they invited was none other than the person I had grown fond of. She was also supposed to receive a portion of the returns gotten from winning the wager. Were she successful? And I guess she was. I was broken. I felt betrayed by my friends, but mostly by the woman I'd grown fond of, and even very much came to develop serious feelings towards her. And I honestly thought the feelings were mutual and reciprocated. I just sat in there, thinking of the next course of action, the next step to take from here, and then that was when I had the ingenious idea. Well, not particularly ingenious, but it was the only thing that came to mind when I thought of how to pay her back. I didn't make the fact that I was already aware of everything known to anyone, and as the time went by, I just decided to devise something less sinister than what she had done, but held more weight than anything in her life, and this was her college application. While I was at her place one evening, she left to go prepare something for the both of us, and knowing fully well that she had high hopes for a positive response after submitting the application, she was very careful when writing her application. And I just decided then and there that this was where I was going to get my payback in full. After reading through it, I could tell how much time and effort she put into it. Right then and there, I completely changed the entire work and submitted it then and there. To cut a long story short, she was devastated when she got a response from the college of her dreams and various other colleges. All the responses were so bad that she was seriously devastated by this, but I could only care less, as I'd felt I'd gotten the satisfaction I'd wanted. As for my friends, I had other plans for them. Little did OP know that they actually knew OP went into the restroom stall and they were just going in there saying that nonsense about getting in cohorts with somebody to fool them in this relationship just to see if they could pull one over on OP. You know, the classic movie trope of villains walking around just talking about their evil plans out loud. Wouldn't that be a sick twist of fate if that was the actual truth? That the friends were just BSing around because they knew they were in the bathroom? And OP went and did all this revenge against somebody who actually did care? Our next story is, my unfaithful wife tried to take everything from me. After quite an intense discovery had ensued between my beloved partner, female 24, and myself, male 27, she ultimately decided to leave our marriage of six years and also the two children we had as a result of the marriage. And after quite a number of years had passed, and I was doing really well on my own, and also in the aspect or area of taking perfect care of my kids, she finally decided that it was time for her to come back home. And after quite a series of some serious back and forth arguments, I didn't let her get what it was that she wanted. And ultimately, she decided to take me to court in order to get full custody of our children, all while being on child support. But unfortunately for her, things didn't go quite as planned for her. My now ex-partner and myself had been married for a grand total of 10 years. And we've been together with each other for quite an extensive period of time. Practically since we've both been in high school, she was my high school sweetheart. We met way back when I was still in high school. She had just transferred into the school. She had just transferred into the school as a foreign student, as she was originally from where I was, but her parents had a change of jobs which forced them to move totally when she was only five. And now she finally had the chance to be able to live comfortably wherever she pleased, and she decided to come back to her hometown for reasons still unknown to me till this day. 
Anyways, myself back in high school, being the student's rep, was charged with the task, or rather the duty, of properly orientating the new and foreign students all together, as it was just something delegated to me by one of the teachers and also the principal himself. While I was waiting for every new student to gather around, she was the only one that arrived quite late. I was actually getting a bit impatient as the time slated for every new student to report for orientation on the school premises was 9am and here I was waiting for over 30 minutes and she just came running in. I was actually initially upset because obviously I had other things I had on my plate for the morning and also for the rest of the entire day and here someone was making my day already way harder than it was supposed to be. I didn't let it get to me though as if I were to have let it, it would have only have made my day even longer and harder. Right after she arrived, I immediately went on to carry out my delegated duty of giving the new students the tour of the place. Right after the orientation, all the students proceeded on to their classes, and my initial thoughts were that every single one of those students were freshmen, and to my greatest surprise, I saw that the same girl that came late for the orientation was also offering the same classes as I was. This was when she really piqued my interest. I seriously wanted to know what she had going on. After quite a few classes and all, I still wasn't able to properly hold a conversation with her. This was due to the fact that I rarely ever had the time or the opportunity to meet her right after classes and even after school. Until one day right after school, because I was done with all my duties at the school for the day, I was free to leave the school premises earlier than I ever have since I assumed the position. And then there she was, patiently waiting at the front of the school gate probably for someone by the looks of things, and then I finally had my chance to engage her in a conversation. I started off by introducing myself, and she also responded in a very similar manner, except her demeanor was not receptive at all. I tried as much as possible to keep the conversation lively, and surely the tone of things went from bad to slightly better and straight to friendly. She gave me her name and her contact information basically, and that was when I knew that she was really enjoying the conversation we were having a few moments ago, and she also mentioned continuing the conversation at a later date. And there you have it folks. This was the very first conversation we both had with each other, excluding the orientation I was in charge of. Anyways, right after our very first conversation, we both had other times where we spent quite literally the entire day with each other, as we both enjoyed each other's company very much. So much so, in fact, that after only a month and a half of knowing each other, I just knew for a fact that she was by far some of the most interesting, if not the most interesting person I had ever met and I knew I was already developing feelings for her, some of which cannot be explained. Eventually, I came to the realization that I couldn't do without her, and she had quite literally become a static member of my life. She was always the best part of my day, every single day, and when the feelings were becoming quite overwhelming, I decided to voice out my feelings in the hopes that they would be mutual and reciprocated. Thankfully, it was, as she was also feeling the same way towards me. That was the end of things being just casual between the both of us, as once we had established the fact that we both had feelings for each other, we decided to take things to the next level, as we both mutually agreed and consented to a relationship. One that would eventually lead to the both of us getting engaged and ultimately becoming each other's marriage partners. This all happened throughout our time spent after graduating from high school and college as during our college years, we both decided that we didn't want a long distance relationship. 
And even after realizing that we both had the same college in mind, it made things all the more easier. We both applied at the same time, and our acceptance letters arrived just as quickly as we both had applied, although not at the same time. After spending quite some time in college, before we realized it, we were both in our final year, just about to graduate. And then I was already thinking of things we were going to be with and between the both of us right after graduating. And the thought of how and when I was going to propose was also going through my mind. But this wasn't something I felt I was ready for until I was already a self-made man. And truly, she was supportive of me during this time when I was still trying to find myself through all the things I was going through and all. And then after a whole year of graduating college, we both had already moved in with each other, and soon after that, I decided that it was already time for me to propose to her, seeing as this was the next best thing to do right after I'd just secured a job with a really comfortable pay. I wanted to make my proposal very romantic and, at the same time, very humorous, and so I sought out her dream location from her friends and family. I found out that it was one of the not-so-famous yet very popular beaches in Malaysia, and it seems very much far-fetched because neither of us had left the country before, but I was still willing to make this happen. All for my woman. After weeks of trying to get a reservation, I finally did. Now here comes the interesting part. I made a reservation very close to the riverbank, as I thought it would do very well to set the mood and all, and thankfully I made the right decision, as she fell in love with the entire scenery on the day of our wedding, so much so that it brought tears to her eyes. It was truly a special and magical day for us both. That basically sums up things right from when we met each other, up until the moment we became each other's second half. From this point on, we basically had the first few years of our marriage, as smooth as silk, as we experienced little to no problem at all. And although it seemed like everything was very much okay between the both of us, it all just seemed too good to be true, and apparently it was. A few years after we'd been married, I would say I was already noticing some things, or rather, some changes in her character. She became excessively secretive of her personal life, which I didn't have a problem with initially, but I eventually came to voice out what I thought about her secrecy and also how it made me feel. And this was when and how we got into our first fight as a couple. She argued onwards as she was standing strong and her position of remaining strong in secrecy in our marriage. And at some point, it was beginning to seem like I was the one looking to cause a rift between us and our family, and so I let the matter cease right then and there. But immediately after this was when I truly realized that things were never going to be the same between the both of us, and then I finally found out that my wife of, at the time, six years, was already having a partner outside of our marriage. And I found out in the almost most cliche way possible. She went into the bathroom one evening after coming back from a long day and a message popped up. And right after that, a call from an anonymous number. And after trying to get her phone to her, I ultimately saw the text. And it wasn't a good look for her. Right then and there, she even admitted to it, saying she didn't feel like remaining with me anymore. And that she was also not feeling the obligation to be a mother to our children anymore. Everything was moving so fast as within the week, she was already out of the house of her own free will. I just couldn't believe it. My beloved wife of six years and partner for more than nine had just left me because she just felt like it. It still confuses me till this day. 
but I wasn't looking to let myself be held back by anything, and not even the mother of my children was going to stop me from being a father to my children. From that moment when she walked out the door, she didn't show her face to either myself or her children. Not until a few years later, two years and six months to be exact, At this time, I was already doing really good for myself and for my children, and one could say I was on my way to retiring myself, and also securing enough to make my children live out the rest of their lives comfortable, and this was all due to the fact that I was doing really good in my place of work, and promotions after promotions kept coming my way, and my side business was doing pretty well. I don't know how, but information got to her that I was already well loaded, and seeing as we weren't officially divorced, she was entitled to at least some certain percent of what I own. And that was when she came back. She didn't hide the fact that she came back solely for the money. She also added the fact that she was going to take my children away from me. But I was fully prepared for this day. First off, she couldn't have taken any money or property from me, as I'd already written off every single thing I'd owned to my children. And even when she took the route of obtaining full custody of the children, I had a pretty excellent lawyer that was willing to complete the whole case with the assurance that things were going to end up working out in my favor, which it later did, and she was left with quite literally nothing. And to make things worse, things got so bad for her that she was eventually ordered by the court to pay me child support, seeing as she was already making way more than I did, and this completely ruined her. This was my own form of personal vengeance and I'm very sure that she was still going to face my children when they're of age. But I'll hold off until then. I think as long as you explain to your kids exactly what's going on here, what the mom tried to do, and help them understand just how messed up it is, I don't think you'll have any problem with them growing up, honestly probably not even just having contact at all with her. I mean, she didn't even really want to be in their lives regardless, and she admitted herself, I only came back for the money. That's not anybody even worth entertaining being in your life. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.